Animal Suit Actor for Babu for all of seasons two and three of Mighty Morphin. Uh, next to me we have Christina Ho, who played Betty on both seasons of Beast Morphers. Next to that we have Leona Ramirez, who was Roxy, also on both seasons of Beast Morphers. And on the end we have the best Silver Ranger ever, Justin hey. Nemo, Silver Ranger from the Rangers in Space. Um, anything else you guys want to say before we open it up to questions, or we just want to jump right into it? Ranger, um, and there, 
potential in our particular storyline where that could have happened. And I know that my other counterpart who plays Blaze, me and him were the two villains running around causing all the problems. Um, we both were like, oh, that would have been so cool if we could have also been good rangers at the same time of being evil rangers. So that would be my answer. I don't know what color, whatever they would give me, I guess, I'd be happy. So that would be cool to explore if possible one day. You never know, you never know. Since I played good and bad, you know, that's kind of a trick. So, uh, well, I got good guy, I got bad guy, I got to date the bad girl, so I had my own sword, all that kind of cool stuff like that. But if I had to pick a color other than shiny silver, that is so cool, uh, I'd probably say green because he's been in a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> got a pretty good following. So I would have taken green, I guess, but I don't know if I could have done as good of a job as him. Assumed he had to morph from Tommy Oliver into Evil Green Ranger. 
Being both at the same. Okay, I got you. Okay, I mean, yes, definitely would have been. Definitely would have been interesting. Any other questions? Yes. Um, I can't hear that. So.
you're gonna wrap a t-shirt with duct tape? He's like, here, take it. I'm like, what? He's like, I didn't take it. Just trust me, open it when you get home. I'm like, oh, okay. And so I get home, and he snuck my morphine key. So I got to keep that, and I was, it's now on a shelf in my room, and I, so it's, they'll sneak you. They'll sneak you some stuff, and I was like, this is so illegal right now, but it's okay, because I want it. <laughs> so, yeah, I would have loved to have kept the costume, but at the same time, it's kind of like, I'm happy with what I got, so it's really cool. Um, let's see, I had a necklace, but I lost it. The shirt that Astronomer blew me up in, so there's like a version where it's not torn up, the torn up version. I got to keep the non-torn up version. All of my scripts I have, and then it's kind of like the surprise thing. The girl on second AD last day said, is there anything you want? I was like, everything. She goes, well, how about your chair over there? And I looked, it was the one that has my name on it. She said, okay. Just turned her head, so I ran over there real fast and grabbed it. So I have the chair that I would sit in in between breaks. So Ryan Reynolds stole his idea from me, and I walked off set with the costume on my leg. No, no, I'm kidding. No, uh, unfortunately not. Mine was the original Sentai costume, and it wasn't in great shape when I got into it, and was disintegrating then. They literally had a patch and painted the night before, so it would be camera ready. Um, my understanding is obviously they used it for the first couple episodes of Zio when they transferred to the new villains. Um, my understanding is that once Disney bought the franchise, whatever monster suits were left were destroyed. In the back, yeah. Too many times, like when I was eating cupcakes, so I had way too many cupcakes. And the funny thing is, my 
my, my high school friends for my birthday had given me a, a big box of stuff, and inside of it was a bunch of cupcakes, because I had eaten cupcakes. I didn't know he remembered that, but he numbered all of them. I think the biggest one is number 23. <laughs> that was too many cupcakes. I don't even like them. So they're, they're still at home. I haven't ate them. That's nice. For us, it was like two takes, you're done, we're moving on. So for me, because I had a lot of gas and stuff, oh, yeah. sometimes we get things spilled on us, you know, and then we have to go shower, do hair and makeup again, and then they would do like a second take. But if we got it in one take, then we wouldn't have to do it again. So that's nice. I didn't really get that luxury. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we moved really fast on second date. It was like, that's it, moving on. Uh, yeah, next question. Hey. What's the typical day? Typical day, start to finish. Um, wake up at 4 um, and get picked up around 4.30 or 5 a.m. and then get um, shuttled to wherever set was, either studio or on location. And then it'd be hair and makeup. Uh, for me, it took about an hour and 20 minutes. And then it was breakfast. And then after breakfast, we would do rehearsals and that usually took about 30 minutes. And then once rehearsals were done, we start shooting. And we repeat rehearsal, shooting, rehearsal, shooting uh, for the entire day, either around six, seven, and then you go home, go to sleep, and repeat the whole process for five days. You were actually responsible. So her and I, we roomed together in New Zealand, but we also with Abraham, who was a gold ranger on our show. Um, she would be responsible and go to sleep pretty early. Me and Abe would stay up until like 1 a.m. talking in my room, and we're like, we have to wake up in three hours. The car's gonna be here to pick us up. So we paid for it, but it was, I don't know, rooming together was really nice. We definitely learned um, how to operate and function with absolutely no sleep in that time in our lives. Especially yeah. filming constantly. There was a night where our show, um, the trailer came out for our show, and we were so excited, but we had to wait until like, I don't know, three or, yeah, two or three in the morning to actually see the trailer. And we, stayed we stayed up, and then we got an hour's sleep, and then we worked the set. Full, yeah, full day of work the next day, because yeah. we were just so excited to see the yeah. yeah, it was yeah, intense. Uh, with Mighty Morphin as a monster, I used to have to be in makeup at 5.30. Uh, set call for most of the production team was 6.30, but for people that know in California, I used to have to leave my house. I lived in Orange County by Disneyland. The studio in Valencia was up by Magic Mountain, and it was 75 miles one way. So I used to leave the house at four to get to set. The worst part was that it's been about an hour in makeup, so less time than you. I'm not quite sure how that's possible since they did all. Yeah, okay, okay, that's true. Okay, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't have to worry about my hair. That was glued on to my costume. Um, and then yeah, it would be makeup first, then breakfast. Yeah. Rehearsal beforehand, we had no, no, no. It was, it was. Here's your sides. Read them. Okay, let's go. I mean, literally, we had. We, it was. We didn't. We maybe once or twice we blocked out a couple things, but for the most part, it was just here we go. And it was kind of fun in the movie base because you really can't most of the month. You can't see where you're walking, so if you see Zed walking up the steps, he's really like sliding his foot and kicking until he gets to the, the riser and knows he's on the step and goes up to the next one. Gold Archer with those wings, have to walk sideways through the doors to get in and out. It was kind of fun. Um, lunch, we had a great catering. I don't know if you had the same catering. We did the catering when we went first. Mighty Morphin was phenomenal. Catering. Oh, yeah. And, um, and then, I mean, there were days that we got off at 4 or 5. There was a couple of nights we worked till 6, 7 o'clock. 
to us, and we have to pretend to be really scared, right? Because I keep on like, talking and stuff like that. And none of us could just, we couldn't be scared. We couldn't be serious. We were just like, we had the giggles, you know? And so it's like, when the, when the camera's this close to your face, you have to like be really serious. It's really freaking hard. So we had to do like 10 takes of that, but I don't know if we got a good take because when watching the show, I saw A, he kind of broke a little bit like this, but like, only we would know. Only we would know. No one else knows, but like, there's so many bloopers of just like, you know, when you're like, the camera's right here, you're like screaming the camera. It's just, it's, sometimes it's hard filming with your friends too, because you're just exactly. so close, so and you're like, so many inside jokes, and you're just having such a good time on set, and you're like, oh no, now we have to, oh no. Pick up eyeballs that fell off and blew them back on. I'm like, 
okay, let's run it again. So that would be my, my thought. Rito for a more regular character, and then I got Okay, next one. Andre, you know it? He's like, no, 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 no. Another question, anybody? Yes. What would be your favorite Zoid or box? Like, if you had to pick one, which one would be your favorite? Scorpion, of course. <laughs> the bot, I would say Jax, which was Zoe. Right, because he just had like a like a Brooklyn accent, right? Like, right? Did he have Brooklyn accent? Yeah, something. Yeah, he was sassy. I loved him. I actually really like that one too. But if I mean, Roxy season two was a bot, so I mean, a little bias. I couldn't quite hear the question. Like the perfect Zord or bot that you had, like which one would be your favorite? The Zord. Well, I had my own Zord, so that's kind of cool. Is the Mega Winger? I'll take that one as my favorite. <laughs> the Mega Winger. I think it was. I think I had to say Mega Winger one line in order to activate it. You know. Yeah. I don't remember what I had for breakfast today. So <laughs> that's, got that's a long time. Yeah. Vietnam was hard on me. Some questions for you guys then. So keep in mind what seasons we have up here. What were your favorite seasons of the show? Mine would be the first two. The first two were Mighty Morphin. Yeah. And then I would say when they went to the turbo. Okay. Is that what you grew up on? Or is yeah. that how old okay? I'm old. Same? But my favorite, to be honest, not even the show, the first movie. Okay. Evil Green, uh, just the uh, the only five uh, five part episode in Ranger history. <laughs> in space, yeah, you guys. In space, in space, in space, Mighty Morphin, Beast Morphin. Wow. Get to give him his five dollars after the show. <laughs> <laughs> in space, Mighty Okay, that's only gonna work once for the five dollars. <laughs> Any more questions? Anything else for you guys? Come on, 
from any season that would be my favorite. Um, wow. Uh, I'll stick with JDF just for the fact that he's been on the show so much and he's had so much power to the show and it's probably a lot to do with him that it's lasted as long as it has. And then my favorite villain? Um, can it be for my show? Dark Honda. I thought it was a really cool outfit. You know, when I first got the role, the first day that I went into the studio, I would walk into the room, the corner of this giant building, and it's like a little holding room type deal, and you got a secretary to make sure you're coming in or whatever. And there was this false set of stairs, just a set of stairs that didn't go to any door or anything. And that's where they had all of the costumes for the villains almost, I think, maybe in mannequins or something, so they were just really stood out. It almost, it almost freaked me out to walk in and go, oh, shit, this is real. Yeah, <laughs> it was cool. Um, okay, so for me, my favorite ranger, um, so it has to be, um, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> friends with Power Ranger casting now, and so he was kind of like my in uh, when it came down to casting, and he helped me train for the role, for the audition process, I mean, he was there, guiding me through the entire thing, and because of his training, not only did I book Rangers, I have booked many other roles that are very stunt-heavy, and so 80% of my work has been action, and I really wouldn't be here without him, so he's my favorite, um, and then my favorite villain um, is... <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's probably Tanaya Seven from RPM because my character was heavily inspired by uh, by her, um, and they told me, "Hey, pay attention to this character, pay attention to the show because it's going to tie in eventually to your show." And I obviously didn't know what that meant at the time, but it's it was very cool to see all the parallels and stuff like that. So, yeah. I'd say. I my favorite villain. Okay. And my favorite ranger, I would say maybe Yoshi as a blue ranger. Right? Who's a caveman? What is that? Who's that? Yeah. Alright, so for my favorite ranger, I'm going to cheat a little bit because although I did work with him, he wasn't this ranger on my season, but Austin St. John is gold ranger. Okay. Uh, favorite villain? a lot harder because I appreciate all of them, but I really liked what they did with the Evox. No, the Psycho Ranger with Evox. <laughs> I loved what they did with Evox or Beast Morphers. It was, I thought it was a, it was a really nice uh, nice storyline that they had with that, so that's what I'm going to go with. Yay! My boss! Yep. <laughs> awesome. 
Any other questions? Anything else out there? I have one last question. Go for it. Considering, because my era came up, this was the beginning of my involvement. How does it actually feel like to be, to be known as one of the power rankers? Like, to be a part of that, how does that actually feel? It's absolutely wonderful. And to me, because you know, no one's going to recognize me you know, going to the grocery store or walking in the shopping mall because one of our blue makeup and a costume on. But two, even still, you know, I'm shaved, I have glasses now. I wasn't technically listed in the credits because it was the voice actor listed, not the suit actor. So I'm listed on IMDb. Unless you're a really, really huge Ranger fan, boy or girl, you're not going to know me. But I still have that in the back of my head. So like when I, you know, my regular job, when I start a new job and I start talking to people, you know, I don't come out day one, hey, this is what I did. But like, you know, when I say to my boss, hey, by the way, I need a, you know, next Saturday off, because I'm like, oh, what's going on? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a convention. What do you mean you're doing a convention? Oh, I was in power room. They're like, wait, what? It's always that, that shock of, whoa, what, wait a minute. And I can start pulling up pictures. And like, oh my God, that is so cool. And so, I mean, to me, it, it's amazing. I knew at the start, when I first started filming it, it had already started airing, so it blew up. So I wanted to keep everything that I could. So I kept all, like I said, I kept all my scripts and all my call sheets from the show in the hopes of, you know, being able to show my kids one day that I was on this show that was popular for a couple of years. Like you expect everything else, it's gonna have this big arc and then it's gonna drop off. And then 27 years later, we're still going. So, I mean, it, it, it's, it's humbling pride, I guess is the best way that I can put it. I, th I don't think we knew how big it was when we got into it, you know. Um, it's honestly really nice because I get messages from fans sometimes and just being like, hey, how are you really, Christina? I'm thinking about you. And I'm like, oh my god, like, I don't know you, you're so nice, you know. Um, and doing these conventions, like he said, it's like meeting all these other rangers from other seasons and it's just, everyone just welcomes you with open arms and um, it just feels like one big family and I'm just really happy to be here, so, yeah. I mean, same. Um, yeah, whenever we first got casted, we were so overwhelmed with how welcoming the fan base was. It's hard going in because we're seasons 26 and 27, so this has been going on a long time. And so at this point, whenever we started shooting, you know, everybody has these pre-existing ideas of how it should be and the formula and all the stuff. So we're like, ha, how do we, you know, fit in that mold, but also kind of bring our own thing to the table, and that was still a little stressful, but the fan base was so welcoming that we were like, you know what, like, we got this, you know, they, they believe in us, they have confidence in us, which gave us confidence, and so it's been the best experience um, now being able to meet those people, you guys in person. Um, it's wild to work so hard on something and then have people support you and want to see you and say hi and the craziest thing is like having people come up to you go, you, you guys helped us through a really hard time in my life and that's wild because like I know that we've had those things in our lives where we've watched something or leaned into an artist or music or whatever and it's helped us out of those bad times so it's really cool to do that for people and hopefully inspire people to go after their dreams so it's it's definitely a dream come true being a part of this. So thank you for welcoming us. It's an amazing franchise. So I mean, it's worldwide. I had no idea really what Power Rangers was, other than it was a kid's show when I got the part. 
it was fun working on the show, of course, just for the fact that, you know, as an actor, a lot of your acting jobs are one or two days, and being able to go to some location over and over and over was like, wow, I really got a cool job now. And then it ends and you're sad to think you're going to lose all of your friends, but actually you just gain a huge family. Not only of the other shows, Power Rangers, but you gain a big family with all the fans because they they really just become your friends, you know, an extended family. And we're, we're grateful to be on the show and we're grateful to have it still running, still running and having, you know, the opportunity to, to travel around and meet everybody. So hopefully we can keep it going. So stick speaking, with it. Speaking of friends and family, we can take a second here. So why don't we all pass on our social media contacts? Okay, yeah. Social media contacts in case you want to follow us. Mine is so hard, it's my name. It's not M-Y-N-A-M-E, it's J-U-S-T-I-N-N-I-M-M-O. Whether it's Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, there's just not a lot of Justin Emos out there, so I'm kind of easy to find, unless you're looking for the fish. <laughs>